Hello, and welcome to Cannabis Nation, where we help guide you through the wonderful and complex world of cannabis by shedding light on your most burning questions and dangest desires. I'm Nick. And I'm Susan. And it's 420, baby! Yay! Hey, hey, hey! 420! Oh my god, what a beautiful 50th day. 50th anniversary oh of 420, goodness. by the way. Holy Isn't that crazy? Oh, I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised. It's a age-old tradition. Mm-hmm. Age-old tradition. And we're here celebrating it with you today. So, we have a few fun things to talk about. First, we're going to uh, talk a little bit about a new... THC light, what? As people are calling it, we're talking what about Delta H T H Delta Eight THC, and we're going to get into that in a second. Right. But that's going to be followed up with the legend, Ooh, the myth, and wow. the truth. The truth of four twenty. That's right. Where it came from. We're going to give you the straight poop here. We're yeah. going to dispel. Everybody's going to walk away going, "What? Yep. All right. You learned it here. That's right. Just remember that. So I'm going to jump right into this, though. So uh, there is a lesser-known cannabinoid called Delta-8 THC that is gaining popularity mm-hmm. across the nation very quickly, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but even more so in Chicago. My hometown. Yeah. It's so great. Delta-8 is outside the regulation of the more common Delta-9 THC, which is what we all know of that it gets you high. Yeah. Um, so it is being sold in smoke shops and other pop-up now, stores in mass. How is that? I don't... Isn't it still a psychoactive cannabinoid? Yes. So first we're going to get into what Delta-8 is. Yes. So it binds to the same receptors as Delta-9 THC, creating a similar high, but has a significant lower affinity to bind than THC, so the high is much lighter. Oh. Um, so it does produce a high, but it's right. not, not as strong as Delta-9 THC, but that's not why it's legal. Okay. The reason it's legal is because of the current designation for hemp versus cannabis, Uh which is based solely off the concentration of (gasps) Delta-9-THC. Yes. So seeing as Delta-8 can be found in both hemp and cannabis and also can be synthesized from other cannabinoids, it can fall under the hemp designation, making it legal to be sold in places other than cannabis dispensaries. Now, according to the the Chicago Uh Sun-Times... Delta-8 is exploding in Chicago, <laughs> where there are no cannabis dispensaries as of yet. No, there uh, there are. They're medical. Uh, yeah, sorry. Legal yeah, cannabis. Yeah, yeah, yeah recreational. Yeah. Recreational yeah. Ca- mm-hmm, uh, cannabis mm-hmm. dispensaries mm-hmm. as of yet. Um, but not just in smoke shops and supplement stores. The Times focused on a cafe that has become famous nationwide for selling Delta-8 and CBD-infused drinks and pastries made fresh to be consumed on-site or to go. Hmm. Something that no hmm. recreational Wait cannabis dispensary is capable of. Yeah. yeah. Like, I can just munch on this brownie and browse? Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get a latte <laughs> with some Delta-8 THC in it. And yeah, I'm gonna, And I'm going to browse. Yeah, okay. exactly. Great. Um, so government officials are responding with calls to ban any psychoactive cannabinoid outside of the licensed dispensaries, citing fears of lack of regulation and public consumption. I think they should. Yeah. I mean, the whole public consumption thing, yeah. like, I- I'm all for, like, figuring out a way to do cannabis bars and that kind of stuff. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. But, you know, this the Wild West kind of situation yeah. is, it- it's it's just proven that that's I'm not going to last I- long. You know what? I feel like... Oh, my 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 younger self is going to hate me for saying this. I don't want 13 year olds to be consuming, you know, THC light, quote, yeah. end quote. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. uh, no, 
it's it, yeah it's, it's, i mean it's just we need it needs to be regulated yeah now even in our own state uh there was a product that was a gummy that was being sold so it had that you know our regulation for milligrams of thc in the total package blah blah mm-hmm. blah 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 but then it had this extra 100 milligrams of this delta 8 we had that at our shop as well yeah. and they we can no longer get it. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, that it was it was super interesting when we first got that in because they right. were clearly using the Delta Eight thing yeah. to skirt the laws right. on how much total THC That's can right. be in there. So, I mean, we're not just seeing people skirting the laws with this weird Delta Eight loophole in uh, areas where you don't have access to recreational cannabis. It's happening all over. Right. And I feel like we're going to see more and more of this. I mean, the science uh, is coming out with more and more cannabinoids. We're discovering more and more all the time. Absolutely. So as we and, you know, the ability to not only isolate, but like I said, synthesize Delta-8 THC. I mean, that's sure to happen with other minor psychoactive cannabinoids that we have yet to discover or maybe have and just... Don't know it yet. And yeah, and don't know how to create them. Isolate uh, that yet. In any Mm -hmm. significant... Yeah. Right. And remember, there's other plants too we've discussed that do have psychoactive effects. Yeah. Yeah. There are other... Yeah, there's other plants that produce cannabinoids that are psychoactive. That's right. So there are, I'm sure we're going to see it and it's, there's going to be, have have to be, and I assume there's going to be some sort of widespread regulation about psychoactive cannabinoids in general. Now, isn't this fascinating? Because remember when we previously discussed on one of our podcasts about how, because they had made that distinction of saying sativa, Mm -hmm. remember that? Yeah, cannabis sativa. Sativa and cannabis was, sativa indica. Yeah. yeah, right. And because this was an indica, that lawyer, there was a lot of lawyers that said, well, you can't prosecute because this yeah. doesn't fall under that classification yeah, exactly. or that genus, right? Remember yeah. that? So this is kind of interesting. I almost feel like this is the same playbook. Oh, totally. I mean, it, it's, it's using the lack of knowledge of those creating the designations against uh-huh. them. Yes, totally. You know? Because, and I'm all for that. Yeah, yeah. A plant that has a low concentration of delta 9 thc versus uh a plant that has a higher concentration of delta 9 thc uh isn't a necessarily a whole different genus of plant it's the same plant just with a slightly different genetic uh, exposition so so where do we actually draw the line like i think that's going to be a really interesting thing that 13 year olds getting high in cafes yeah i mean that's (laughs) I think that's an easy one. I think that's an easy one to put to to yeah. you know set the level there. Set so a little higher, you know, twenty one. And I'm just saying, I'm all for consuming this product, but it has to be just like every other intoxicant that we have in this country. You got to be twenty one years old. Yeah, no, no, it makes Unless sense. Unless it's tobacco, and then you get to be eighteen. Or caffeine, and you can be two years old. <laughs> or Freaking, sugar. Yeah. <laughs> that in the womb. Seriously. I'm sorry. Seriously. Um, but yeah, so, uh, super interesting that, uh, it has blown up so much. So, I mean, I'm, I'm interested to see if this is going to, you know, like we said, it's probably going to cause a crackdown on minor cannabinoids. It might cause a change in the designation of cannabis versus hemp. Uh, we'll, or maybe we'll, it'll go the opposite and we'll see more pressure for cannabis bars and cafes where, uh, you know, consumption is allowed, mm-hmm. um, so that they can provide a safe and, and regulated way to do that mm-hmm. so that 
this kind of stuff and isn't I think happening. We, as I much. think also too, it's kind of be it be an interesting market. This because there's some people that you know, yeah. Delta Nine, you know, probably is too much for totally that totally. they might enjoy the Delta Eight. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? So yeah. there's a whole market there. Well, yeah. yeah. I mean, I've already. I mean, I've always been a proponent proponent of. Uh, Products that are don't have the highest concentration yep. of THC that yep. you can possibly get. Absolutely, you know? it's, it's a whole experience. Yeah, all the cannabinoids mm-hmm. are all working together. And I know I'm going to get some flack harmony. for this. I know I'm going to get some flack for this, especially because I'm saying it on 420. But the goal doesn't always have to be getting as high as possible. Guys. <gasps> I know. I'm sorry. Maybe Shut today. Today's okay. okay. I'll, I'll say today is okay. But. <laughs> Either way, um, some pretty interesting stuff coming out of Chicago, and uh, and I'm excited to see what we find out uh, about Delta Eight yeah. THC as we get more studies on it and more yeah. uh, information becomes available. Right now, four and twenty years ago, no. I came into Jeez. this life, born of a woman and a man who lived this in life. strife. He was tired of being so alone. So. Now, that was beautiful. See now. Yeah, a little somber. I will say a little somber. But you know what? 420 is a little somber. Can be. I mean, everybody's, you know, celebrating. But remember, this has kind of been a celebration of the counterculture. Mm -hmm. You know, kind of one of those... Sticking it to the man, kind yeah, of a thing. yeah, no, you know I mean, what I mean? So, so many protests have gone yeah. on on this date, and yeah. so many smoke-ins, been... and 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 so many people fighting the fight yes. to get us where we are today Called, with it, cannabis. It, yeah, and today was kind of like a call to some circles, yeah, a call to arms, a call if to you arms, will, to yeah, march totally. in the streets, mm-hmm. and. and uh, Let your freak flag fly. Yeah, and and uh, do public acts of civil disobedience, yeah. and maybe do a little. Uh, public consumption because the you know the theory was if we do it in this space and we're all doing it it's going to be hard to bust all of us right yeah you know what i totally. mean totally how so, many come on right, how many people you can you really me? arrest really? are you really that bored today aren't there people like really committing crimes anyway so that's been you know a thing since like the, this is so interesting you guys since the 1970s okay yeah so and it started out small all right, you know, mostly California, you know, because yeah. those people are crazy. Yeah, regional, localized, yeah, and, and you know, always been on the forefront of cannabis uh, in the U.S. at least. Well, yeah, and it's and it's gone global, right? Yeah. So this 420 thing, there's so many different myths about how it started. So, okay, how did it start? Why, when it's 420, do we feel compelled to be all oh, look at each other? And go, oh, it's 420. We gotta smoke up. I mean, I've I've been in the industry for six years, and I've, or I mean, more than that at this point, and I've gone to jaded to a lot of things. But whenever I see 420 p.m., I ah. still say, hey, uh, it's 420. Or if you go 420, 421, I'm late. Oh yep. Oh shit. Yep. Okay, drop everything. So why is that? And then why do we recognize April 4th, uh, excuse me, the 4th, the 20th of the fourth month of, which is April. So 420, mm-hmm. excuse me. Sorry, I went down a dark path there. <laughs> you made it back out. Don't worry. <laughs> so why do we celebrate that? And globally, too. Yeah. So there are some myths on how it started. And then there's the truth on how it started. 
And I just think that some of this stuff is great. So it, it turned out to be more interesting than I thought it was going to be. And there was videos involved and there was, I read a story. Well, you're going to hear all about it. Anyway. All right. I'm excited. <laughs> now, uh, Susan wrote this whole section by herself and I am going to be sitting alongside you, the audience, <laughs> reacting to all this awesome and interesting information here. So this should be some fun. Yeah, Nick had an interesting couple of weeks and yeah. it was 420 at our shops too. Oh gosh. So, yeah. And he did play a crusading angel. You know, he's been a busy guy. All right. So. Let me just start with the first myth, okay? The one that's the most popular, mm -hmm. okay? That this was a California police penal code for marijuana or, you know, that code, we got a 420. Yeah, nope. yeah. I've heard that one. That, <laughs> nope. That's definitely a super no. common one. Yeah. You know, I, I that was the popular thing when I was in high school. Oh, me like, too. Oh, yeah, it was the cop code, man. Oh, dude, I said codes. up until like last month, I, I was <laughs> really? saying this stuff. Yeah. yeah. So uh, anyway, no. There's no evidence of that. No. They don't have a, they don't eat code book looking, looking, looking. No. Yep. So <laughs> not, not 420 anyway. Do you think so, that, no, that's going to be mean. <laughs> Never mind. Okay. If you want to censor yourself, you're more than welcome. And I encourage all of you to do it as well. Yep. If you feel the need to censor yourself, maybe do so. But you can chime in anytime, Nick. <laughs> all right. So. Okay, now another myth suggests that there are 420 chemical compounds found in cannabis, but we know of over 500 and roughly seven, 70 or so of them are cannabinoids that are unique to cannabis. And that's according to the Dutch Association for Legal Cannabis and its Constitutes as Medicine. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know them Dutch. Yeah. If it's no. one thing, they're very thorough. Yeah. yeah. God bless and, them. I mean... Yeah, well, I'm crazy. sure. I'm sure that as once again, as time goes on, it'll be well over 500. But yeah. I mean, who knew in the you know in the 70s they probably didn't even think there were 420 chemicals at a time. Well, I mean, yeah. maybe they did. I don't know. I, it's a soup, and I don't think a lot of people thought how big the soup was. Yeah, yeah. How many ingredients uh, make yeah. that and, delicious, delicious stew? And we're talking about active chemical compounds. Yeah. So there's not just cannabinoids in that. Yeah. There's terpene. There's a myriad of yeah, things. Yeah. Okay, so now the craziest one that I found, which I <laughs> was about Hitler. So apparently, all right, yeah, Hitler um, on a Morocco a visit to Morocco on his birthday, which is four twenty. Yep, um, found hashish ah. and became a hashish head. And I can't imagine. <laughs> I can't imagine that's possible. So, and he would celebrate his birthday like every like birthday with getting in a stupor. And I, you know, honestly, I can't really just like tell you specifically. And then I looked for it on the internet, but I saw it in a movie, Legend Four Twenty. You know, the Legend mm -hmm. of Four Twenty. In the beginning, they talk about this, but I couldn't find find anything uh, on the interwebs about it. But it was hysterical to me that at one there was like this one big flight. It was like when they were in Russia or something and he couldn't be bothered because he was like stone and it was like his birthday and he was like, you know, and they like yeah. all died and it was the day of 4, 420, 
which I think is crazy, which is funny because one thing I did find out about Hitler and smoking is this guy was an anti-smoker, by the way. Mm. The Nazis had done the research on cigarettes and tobacco and found out pretty early on that that, this shit will kill you. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure it was probably well established, but, you know. So that's I thought that was ironic, right? And the whole time American scientists with the tobacco company hired were like, oh, it's good for you. Remember, <laughs> cigarettes were good for you back in the 40s and 50, early 50s. Oh, yeah. No, they were prescribed for dealing with stress. Yes. And yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, <laughs> apparently they knew better. <laughs> the, but, you know, even the Nazis knew better. Well, I That's mean, how crazy the tobacco company is. But you couldn't let go is. of that sweet, sweet freaking uh, uh, lobbying money from oh. the uh, tobacco company. Well, it's so. a high of its own. Isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> One that keeps you coming back for more, whether you want to or not. Yep. That's how that works. Mm-hmm. Okay. So then there's another myth that, okay, that Hitler was so anti-smoke that on his birthday to give Hitler the finger... That we consume, right, because his birthday is 420. Again, no Hitler. Yeah. Not a thing. No, he doesn't have anything to do with it. Nothing. And let's, yeah, I don't even, yeah. I think it's just funny. I think, like, that's how crazy people are. And why would, why would you want to, really, why would you want to tie the the smoking holiday to Hitler? I mean, I get it. It's his birthday. It's hard not to. But come on. There's some people who are like computer- conspiracy <gasps> theory oh, yeah. stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I and get it. And they still it's think an- that Hitler was alive, you know, was alive well after the war, that that was not Hitler's yeah. body. And okay, so. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's uh, conspiracy theories can be intoxicating. I That's get right. it. They're a drug of their own. That's true. And Hitler does have his own niche. Mm-hmm. I hate to say it. I really do, but it's true. But. Those were some of the craziest. Okay, so where where did it come from? Where? All right. Well, so the earliest mention of the time 420 in conjunction with getting a high is actually a short story written in 1939 by H.P. Lovecraft and Kenneth Sterling entitled, entitled In the Walls of Eric's. Yeah, so is, is, that, a, is that a real name? <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, come on. It's Lovecraft. He makes up words all the time. Plus, the short story takes place on Venus. So if it's a Venus name, you know, who knows? Right. Um, but uh, on Venus, on which our protagonist runs into what the author calls a mirage plant mm. whose gaseous, dream-breeding exhalations make the universe seem to throb mm. in deep regular pulsations that fill every corner of space and flow through the body and mind alike, Mm. making one lose sense of equilibrium and stagger dizzily. Yes. When he is finally free from the plant's effects, he looks at his watch and the time is 4.20. Interesting. Yes. And I'm so curious. You said you read this, right? I read the story. Yeah, so he looks at his watch and the time's yeah. four twenty. Do they say anything else about no. that? It's just one moment he This is it. That's so interesting. I, yeah, yeah. And and I and I took you know, I, I took I I took some of this from the book too. Yeah. Because I felt like the way that the author described this was obviously I that's how it, it that's yeah. how it's described. So uh, what I thought was interesting is, too, that he was like, when I was finally free. And in the book, it's like you don't know where up and down is. It's like you're oh, wa- yeah. okay, it gets like, wibbly wobbly. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so actually you can die. Oh, wow. 
because there's other carnivorous plants. So you know what I mean? So you're like, mm. right? And then there's like these lizard man-like people okay, who, who build these interesting cities. And so it's really interesting. It, it It's a short story. There's crystals involved. Did Okay. The only last question is, did they mention what time it was when he smoked the plant? No, he didn't smoke it. He ran into oh, it. He, so he's, oh, he in, inhaled just right, like a gaseous. Trying, he's trying to get to this crystal that he sees on his bleep, bleep, bleep uh, or whatever, right? So um, this is one of the things he's got to get read through. This. I'm yeah, so interested. And it's really kind of interesting. And really at the end, it's really cool because it's like one of those Twilight Zone things. Uh, it's like a show. Okay, don't spoil it. Okay, don't give I'm me any more. Right, don't I'm spoil just it. Say, I want to. I want to read It's interesting. This. I, that's all I'll say. The, but that is very like it's so it's weirdly on the nose that he just happens to look his watch yeah. after he smokes it and it's four twenty p.m. Like yeah, that's the kind of thing that makes me think that like maybe it didn't directly influence no. it, but that might've been in somebody's mind as well going through the other stuff. Well, you know? now here's, this is what's interesting because through the book, he does do time checks like it, through, you know oh, what I mean? Like okay. at this time I did this. And so this wasn't unusual. Okay. It wasn't so it's like almost just... like written from the sense of a log. Yes. Kind of a captain's log. Absolutely. Okay. Gotcha. Got, okay. So that kind of makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. But it was still, that was the first written message or written history that we have. That is so of an intoxication and a plant and 420 in conjunction i love that yeah so you would think oh that's kind of maybe maybe somebody like you just said got that idea mm -hmm. nope no okay nope. but still an interesting part of the history because yeah. that is i mean it, it it's written it's real but yeah yeah okay so it anyway turns, get into it it Let's turns it. out that this is another great american invention nah, just like it. blue jeans it comes from california <laughs> 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 That's right. In San Rafael, California, at San Rafael High School. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, in 1971, there were um, th there are five friends. They called themselves the Waldos, and they were the mm. first ones to. They used the term 420 in connection with a plan to search for an abandoned cannabis crop based on a treasure map made by the grower. That is such a, like... Uh-huh. Oh, my okay. God. Now, like... the Waldos are Steve Capper, Dave Reddix, Jeffrey Knoll, Larry Schultz, Schwartz, excuse me, Larry, and Mark Gravich. And sorry, Mark, if I bastardize that, too. They called themselves the Waldos because the typical hangout spot was the a wall outside the school. Get it, Waldos? Okay, okay, where's the Waldos? They're at the Waldo. Right, exactly, outside of school. They later started meeting by the Louis Pasteur statue at the school itself, at the grounds, at 4.20 p.m., and they called the plan the 4.20 Lewis. This is such a... Louis, excuse me, Louis, yeah, yeah Louis, Louis Pasteur. This is such Pasteur. like a 70s slash 80s so, like, kid movie yes, of Goonies kind of yes, like... Yes, exactly, yeah. exactly, that's exact. okay, no, not, wait till you hear this okay, story, okay. okay, okay, okay. They meet at 420, okay, now, this, they meet at 420 because school ends at around 3, Okay, and then some of them, not all of them, were in sports. Mm -hmm. You and then, can smoke weed and be active, people. We've been yes, spouting it. <laughs> absolutely. And then so they would meet at the at the Louis Pasteur statue there, 
because practice ended at around 420. Mm. Okay. So according to the Waldo website, okay, this is the greatest story, you guys. So let me just stop right here. These guys have safaris. Okay, so safaris. Yeah, they call them safaris. They've they're lifelong friends. They have these little safaris. So this safari wasn't one of the, this wasn't a first safari, but this was one of many. But they discussed this particular one and met at 420. And Okay. okay, so keep that in mind, right? So, and they call themselves like, Waldo Steve or Waldo Red X. Okay, so whatever your name, you're a Waldo first. Got it. So Waldo Steve was given a treasure map to a patch of weed on the point. I'm going to say this wrong. Rise Peninsula. The map was given to him by a friend whose brother was in the U.S. Coast Guard and was growing cannabis on the peninsula. Now, this guy was one of the lighthouse Coast Guard guys. Okay. So you're out there, you know, on this peninsula and there's yeah. a handful of you. And apparently he wasn't the only Coast Guard that had grown pot there. Wow. But it's 1971, remember, and remember from previous podcasts, this is when it started to get cracked down. Because yeah. remember the 60s, it was kind of Yeah, right? Controlled Substances Act, 1970. Right. So he started getting all wiggy, in, right, about, mm-hmm. and he didn't want to get caught. Yeah. So. So he gives a map, yes, a treasure map. Yeah. To high some school. high school, yes. I'm yes. getting sketched out, man. I don't want to get caught yeah. here. Let yeah. me give a map to high well, school. Well, some minors, children. you're not gonna go, right? Which I okay, okay. But if they get caught, they're gonna rat them out so quick. Well, right. uh, I mean, again, Come it's on. 1971. Things aren't well thought out. <laughs> okay, I'm just saying, it was a different time. Anyway, so, yeah. so I mean. The 70s was a strange and wondrous time, people. When you look back, they're smoking in NASA. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In the launch. Yeah, seriously. Okay. Yep. Everywhere you look in these movies, everybody's fucking smoking. There's ashtrays <laughs> everywhere. everywhere. Yeah. It's okay. Kind of amazing. Really? Okay. So, the, uh, so the I, I don't know. At one point it said in one uh, research it said they never found the cannabis, but the Waldos themselves don't confirm or deny finding. I mean, like the, that they well, move they on. have to. They have to. They move. They don't, don't talk about it. It's not like, uh, like they got to keep up the mystery of it. Yes, 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 yes. Okay, so the Waldos started shortening the phrase to four twenty, which was their code word for "Let's go smoke out." Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Okay. okay. So, so it took on this new thing, right, We've for arrived. them, right? Okay. okay. So that's these, and they have empiric empirical. How do you say that? Empirical evidence uh-huh. of this that they have the in their vault. And you, if you go to their website, you'll see pictures of like them, of, of their like little school notes and blah, 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 passing them back and oh, forth and stuff like this. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah this carbon is, dated or something? I How do you have? I don't know. And there's other <laughs> documentation that they have that. And so it's Jeez. undisputed that these guys are the creator of this. Yeah. Okay. So now this is where we all get it. How did it get from this, you know, five group of, you know, stoner boys? Yeah. Jockey, some of them jockey, you know, mm-hmm. and that was the other thing. They got tired. I guess they fell out of the sports thing and they got tired of going to the games and it was the same people, same thing. And they're like, let's go have some fun. 
Yeah. Let's go on a safari. Let's go on a fucking adventure. Right. Come and on. that's what, who these guys are. And I'm they so still are. If I've... you look, it's so cool that they're still okay, friends. You and... have to describe what these safaris are actually consist of, though, for me real quick. You've mentioned the safaris twice now. And I don't. I didn't really go into it, but they uh, okay. did. They were like, read about more safaris. I'm like, okay, I got enough research. Yeah. To what do. are they okay, just like job, driving through you know? the hills of. Yeah. I, uh, looking for, like, are they. Is this like those ghost hunter shows where it's like, oh, we might find something. I oh, think nope, like, you know, didn't. stealing mascots and, you know, or, you know what I mean? Or, or I, you know what? You guys, you're going to have to find that out for yourself. Yeah. I'm go sorry, go look I up really their safaris. It's the okay. okay. I don't blame you. You did a lot of research That's for this. Right. So you. It's good. But yeah. this is what really is. How did we get to know about it? Yeah. Like how, did, like I said, how did it go from these five guys? Okay. So Waldo Reddix, mm-hmm. one of our aforementioned high school students, Became a roadie for the Grateful Dead's bassist Phil Lesh. Wow. Okay. okay. Yep. I mean, the, of All course, right. it's connected to the Grateful Dead. Of course. And then call. And then he was this guy. Was like, and he called for 4:20 p.m. to be the socially accepted hour of the day to consume cannabis. Like a call to 4:20, right? Oh my God. Then, according to a Times article, quote: "The legend goes on." That December 28th, 1990, Deadheads in Oakland handed out flyers inviting people to smoke 420 on April 20th at 420 p.m. And one of these flyers got in the hands of Steve Bloom, a former reporter for High Times Magazine. Oh, my gosh. The publication published the flyer. High Times Magazine published the flyer in 1991. I would love to see that flyer. I know you, you can, and continued to refer the refer, reference the number. Excuse me. And before long, those digits became known globally for their association with marijuana, and the rest, my friends, is history. Like I said, the Waldos are still with us today and are known for many of their misadventures. Like I said, they call them safaris. And you can check out their website. It's 420waldos.com. And then check out that Times article, too. It's really cool. But, uh, yeah, that's the poop. And that's why it's a 50-year... This is the 50... It's 1971. That is so freaking cool. That is awesome. Yes. That is... I I mean, I I knew the basics of it, that it was created by some high school kids and stuff like that. But I had no idea about how deep it went and also the other myths like the hitler stuff and then i mean like i said that freaking uh lovecraft story yeah, that was, yeah. that's super interesting i love that that's that's freaking awesome now, and all i have to say to that you know what I, you know what i'm gonna say i'm gonna say thanks intrepid stoner hippies <laughs> or high school students yeah <laughs> All right. Thanks, Waldos. <laughs> yeah, thanks, Waldos. That's so cool. We hope we get to meet you. Wouldn't it be great if we could have a picture with the Waldos? Oh, my God. What if we could interview them? Oh! I feel okay, like everybody. In, let's hope for that. I bet I bet they're kind of, the kind of guys that you wouldn't be able to get a word in edgewise. They'd just be going on going and going. And I would able, be like, oh, I'm be good a, with that. would be a blast. If no, somebody can out-talk me. Oh, yeah. That's a, that's a good skill. Good for you. It's a skill. Good for you. That's all I got to say. Oh, my gosh. Now, Today's 420 is ever changing, okay? And as more states legalize and decriminalize cannabis usage, we are faced with turning into just another over commercialized holiday, guys. We yeah. are. Seriously, big business is eager to cash in on the festivities, and they're going to turn cannabis into a corporate sellout. Now, 
that begs the question because this was an icon. Cannabis has been an icon for, you know, like a symbol of Of counterculture. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. So is, is that good? How is that going to change? How is it right? So does it lose its status? Yeah. I mean, I think, I think that that's a really, I mean, just last episode we were talking about national legalization and, and, you know, I mean, normalization of cannabis Mm -hmm. use and of cannabis itself has always been a thing that we've been fighting for. But like you said, I mean, it is a cultural icon mm-hmm. for the counterculture. Mm-hmm. So as we get for closer and closer to it becoming, you know, a regular household product for uh, for people, what does that do to the culture of cannabis? Right. You know, is it is it melting it? Yeah. Is it is it running down the drain or is it turning into something different? Well, that's just it. Or is it a fight for the soul and the heart? exactly of, of this okay so nick and i we thought instead of the review we're gonna do you know what some repercussions yeah of legalization yeah. might be and, and using the 420 holiday as probably like the most commercial like like this is gonna be such a big huge thing like christmas i think you guys so we kind of wanted to discuss from a personal level yeah. from what we saw today because Guess who was in the trenches today? Yeah, we were. We were. And so we can already speak to it. So uh, yeah. that was this is our gonna be our review about the four twenty holiday. So yeah, yeah I we're gonna try to keep it real. Go yeah. ahead, Nick. Well, I, I mean like like you said and like you were mentioning, I mean, it is becoming very commercialized, mm-hmm. especially with, you know, I, I mean, I know many people from me back in the medical industry that were upset about Washington state legalizing Mm -hmm. because of what they were worried that it would do to the culture of cannabis and to what is created out of it. What's what it's made into how it's used. And of course we have seen that, you know, when, when we have all these companies that are trying to make as much money as possible off of it, you know, we have, it's, great that legal businesses can produce cannabis now but it also puts it into the hands of Mm -hmm. people who are trying to abuse it for profit absolutely and cut every corner that they possibly can yeah and 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 we've seen that happen yeah with multiple companies you know yeah the regulation is great in that things have to be tested but if people are going to find a way to skirt that they're going to like the delta eight thing yeah like the delta eight thing like i mean there there's there's multiple different issues um People putting out distillate out there and adding terpenes after it's tested, adding stuff to it after it's vape, tested. Vape it's, apocalypse, our vape first, apocalypse. our yeah. first episode. Yeah, no, there, there's one there's, that Susan still can't say. Anyway, yeah, there's all sorts of issues that come up with the commercialization of of cannabis, mm-hmm. and including that is this holiday, because now it's turned into a holiday where instead of getting together yeah. and and enjoying the plant and also remembering and fighting for uh change and progress and and something new it's all of a sudden become oh buy this Mm -hmm. buy this product you know it's becoming like you said it's the christmas of cannabis Mm -hmm. it's it's just it feels like and you know I get it. It's a holiday and we're being a little bit dark right now, but we we just came from the trenches, you know. We like like Susan said, this we are recording this the evening of 4:20. It's yes. 9:55 p.m. right now. Yeah. We just both worked a full day yeah. where people were ravenous. Yes. Ravenous to come get yes. weed and Yes. And it's 
in a pandemic, I saw yeah. people, I kid you not, up to between two and four to some of them two, four times today. And these people, like, don't get us wrong. These yeah, we people, love you. you, you know, we, we love, love you, you, but, you, and you are paying our but paychecks. But it's a pandemic. But, and, you know, it's we get that it's 420 and you get eager. And, and, and it wasn't even about, like, you know, I've bought my limit. I want to come back. It was, like, not anywhere close to no. any kind of limit. <laughs> no, you just go buy a joint, leave, and then come back and buy another joint an hour and a half later. Like, come on. And I love you guys. And that's, yeah. But it's it's... It's also like this, it's almost like this feeding frenzy, Yeah. you know, like in the candy store, like when the candy store is half off, you know, yeah. or whatever, you know, like, and that's the other thing too. It's, we're all scrambling at this time. It's going to be like Christmas. We're all scrambling for these items yeah. and we have limited, ooh, excuse me, we have limited producers and processors. Yeah. And so there's, yeah. Everybody's competing and it's just this feeding frenzy, you yeah. guys. It's kind of really weird. And uh, it's totally, it's totally antithetical to what 420 yes, originally was about. Yeah, and that's just it. It's like nobody, I mean, very few people today said, um, pardon me, that, hey, we've arrived. You know, there was very few people that did that. You know, it was more like, hey, I'm going to get fucked up. It's 420. And that's fine. You can do that. It's yeah. just. Again, it's like okay, it's like St. Patty's Day. We're That's exactly in, what I was just going to reference. You know, you know, we die in the River Green. Everybody's drunk by one. Eats, yep. You know, is, takes a nap, eats some corned beef and hash, and then gets drunk again. I mean, you know what I mean? It's like yeah. we forget it's about the snakes out of Ireland. You know, out yeah. of Ireland, which were really euphemism for the you know the Saxons, and so blah 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 blah. blah. That's what we're talking yeah. about. How the heart and soul of something morphs into something that its creators could never have foreseen. I just hope that we can, and this is what I want to recommend to all of you. Um, I mean, it's, it's the end of 420. It's coming to it for us here, you know, um, yeah. just a couple more hours in the day. But yeah. what I want to recommend to all of you out there is to not let this turn into the St. Patrick's Day or the Cinco yeah. de Mayo of yeah. cannabis, yeah. but instead still enjoy it, of course, but keep the social and counterculture feeling to it. Yeah. We can still, even though cannabis is becoming more and more legal and we're closer than we ever have been to having actual freedom nationwide when it comes to cannabis and to get people out of jails and to stop the the racist use by of of drug laws by mm -hmm. cops all yeah, this absolutely. amazing stuff yeah we're on the cusp of it doesn't mean that 420 still can't be a holiday that represents social change yeah yes and let's keep that in mind because you guys there are still people in this country today yes as we celebrate that go to jail for yeah. a joint yep no or, lie. I mean, in general, you know, once once cannabis becomes legal, <clears throat> you know, fingers crossed and all, mm -hmm. um, a drug reform in general still needs to change. There's so many people that go to a prison for uh, a minor possession charge when yes. it's, you know, they should really nonviolent. Yeah, nonviolent minor possession charge when they should, you know, be recommended into a treatment program or mm -hmm, something like mm -hmm, that of mm -hmm. course they don't need to go to jail that's not gonna silly yeah um there there's there's so many fights 
that there's still left to, to, to be fought. still left to be fought and yeah. that we as stoners and as <laughs> potheads that have been using Nick. 420 <laughs> yeah. as a holiday to represent change for cannabis yeah well we've almost gotten that change and once we do we owe it to the rest of the counterculture yeah. and to the rest of the you know the socially just minded mm-hmm. to use that to help make America great again. <laughs> I could not say it. I could not say it. I, oh, God. To, to, still, to yes. make her great, still even to, better more. Yeah, yeah. To to lift up our fellow man. And, That's right. And, and help actually encourage positive change in the world. So let's do that. Let's smoke some fucking weed and let's change the world for the better, everybody. Right? That's right. Happy 420. Happy 420. Thanks for listening to Cannabis Nation. We hope this has helped shed light on your most burning questions and dankest desires. Come and check us out on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at The Cannabis Nation Podcast. This is Susan. And this is Nick. And And on a Because I got high. Because I got high. And then I I got got high. high. Damn, you don't smoke the whole thing.